from the city market, it is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. This is a voice guy from your favorite podcast, Two Douchebags and a Microphone. People often ask us how they can find us when doing a remote broadcast. One, smell. Go to the city market and start sniffing. Our aroma has been described as a mixture of flea powder for goats, Tabasco sauce, and old sock with dark fuzzy urine. Two, look for the spot absent of patrons. Three, the most telling sign is a crowd of patrons vomiting uncontrollably. Four, just call us at 816-512-7717. Two douchebags in a microphone, raw and uncensored. See behind the smoke show. Watch as the douchebags get stung by a swarm of bees. Enjoy one of many coffee houses ordering our heroes out. Watch Mark revisit Clinton, Missouri to claim his innocence for all the mad shitter accusations. Act now and get both high quality DVD sets and a free douchebag calendar. Mark off today with a douchebag looking at you. Supplies are limited, so act now. Dear Abby, not quite. You have questions, we have answers. They're not very good answers, but we have them. Two douchebags and a microphone, and I'm Topher. Alright, I have a good douchebag Oh, I love it when people write into us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, I just found this last night, I'm like, hey, someone bothered again. Yeah. We keep this horrible scenario up, guys. Sorry. Yeah. Anyhow, I guess we'll go ahead and get right to it. Dear douchebags. I live with a roommate. He has been really cool up until right now. Mm-hmm. So he began by just coming out of the shower with just a towel on, but soon progressed to full-blown nudity. I feel like maybe you're just kind of testing the water, and my kindness led him to believe that it was okay to do so. Yeah. I really can't afford this place on my own. He always has his half of the rent one time, every time, and cleans the house with me regularly. So he's like a perfect roommate, except for this movie thing, and I can understand that, you know. There you are having that fucking sandwich and comes out fucking balls, balls face first. There you are sitting there and he walks by and he's fucking... You you walk, you walk into the kitchen and he's bent over looking in the fridge and you're like, oh! Yeah. Yeah, the only guy that would like that is Robbie. But Robbie feels that he's... um, He's fixing his daughter's car today because mm-hmm. he's a good guy like that. Mm-hmm. So she can go to work tomorrow. So we're not having Rob Rad today. Okay. Yeah. No torturing of Rob today. No, no, but yeah, he would love that shot. Especially the guy was turning around looking at the camera. Mm-hmm. Because it's like we specified before, he likes the ass shots with the face in it. So he has to turn around with his ass up. Does, does he like it when the prairie dog is peeking? Or? You know, I don't know. I, you know, we can ask him about stuff. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he probably does. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. likes to prairie dog people. Uh, yeah, just down. just not when it comes out to play. You know, yeah, just yeah. just peeking. Just peeking. Yeah, yeah. Okay. he don't want anything to do with playing. Uh, okay, so I really need to tell uh, him without uh, telling him directly. Thank you in advance. Sign no skin and Sheboygan. <laughs> That's like, I wondered how he's going to work that in. Boy, I tell you, whoever does this thing, yeah. I have Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, here's the horrible advice that we are sending their way, because that's what we do. Yeah. And it's in the, it's in the promo, or disclaimer. It's horrible advice, you should never take it, but here you go. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, first thing, I, what I would do is invite people over when he's in the shower and see how well he likes an audience. Ah, clever, clever. Yes, yeah, so they have him like going, hey, man, <laughs> in five or ten minutes to get ready to the shower. I just want to have five or ten minutes. You guys come on, man. I really need you guys to listen to the and then they all just sit in there, you know, watch the TV, and then they come down naked, and, you know, I mean, they could rid of it right there, and they could be like, oh, shit, I didn't want an audience. <laughs> yeah. So he runs back in the bathroom, puts on clothes, okay. So, um, so if he doesn't seem to mind walking naked in a room full of people, then maybe next time, go ahead and give out cards, comment, <laughs> comment cards to the crowd. And just leave it to them, you know, like some of the right, eh, not impressed. Or some of the right, you can do a little better, or some of the right, great. How about full blown now? You know, whatever, whatever you want to do, you know. Yeah, get a chubber going, whatever you want to do. So, so if you do that and it doesn't work, then, you know, uh, you could uh, do it again on the people on this podcast. I was going to say, give them something to throw. Yeah. I think score guns be good. Cold yeah. water. Cold. Very, Ice yeah. cold water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah keep, they, keep them in the fridge for a day. Yeah, yeah. Then aim at his people. Yeah. Watch that way the shrinkage, if nothing else, will make them run. Like a spider on a hot stove. Oh, <laughs> 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 It'll become a bottle cap in no time. <laughs> Turtle's going right back in the shell. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm done. See ya. <laughs> it's done. It's over. That fails. The squirt guns with chocolate syrup go to the chambers. Ah. So he just took a shower and then I. Now mind you, all this advice would lead to him fucking leaving. Well, probably. And this yeah. is what they didn't want to do. So yeah. we're sorry. We told you to give horrible advice. Yes, we did. Yeah. So there you go. Another idea is like sugar water. That yeah. way he gets like flies and ants. Oh, that's a great. Idea. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Or you can like maybe like glue it up a little bit, make it sticky, and you can throw confetti on them. Oh yeah, glitter, yeah, glitter. glitter, lots of lots yeah, of yeah, stripper glitter. Throw glitter dick. <laughs> that doesn't work. Then do it again. Oh, with your battery. Oh, there we go. All right. Yeah, he's definitely gonna move after he gets out of the hospital. Yeah, put a little sizzle in the. Make Chisel. sure he's paid up for four months before you do this. Yes. That's my advice. Yes. That's my personal advice. Sir. Tell him that the that the landlord said it would be a ten percent discount if you pay five months ahead of time, mm-hmm. and then you just pay the ten percent after that, and you're fine. You got a place for five months while he recovers in the hospital. Yeah. And believe me, when he gets out, he's moving anyway. <laughs> yeah. So after all that, and it's still hanging dust, just place a nine one one call to the authorities when he's scrubbing up and say he's threatening to drown himself. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah there the you go. And. Uh, that actually works pretty well. Rather, rather than saying he attacked you, said he's he's threatening to hurt himself. They'll drag him off for a three-day cycle. <laughs> again, wow. again, find another roommate in those three days. <laughs> yes. Uh, finally, all else fails, and this is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Configure a Zoom robot cleaner right at his nad sickles. <laughs> P.S. Have a backup roommate. <laughs> Because believe me, after that, he's leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that that uh, that letter beat out one from uh, 
a skid mark in Bismarck. <laughs> yes. And uh, too much groin in Des Moines. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and also uh, from the dicks out from the Harambe Club. Yes, yes. Because I think we can all get behind that. If you support Harambe, mm -hmm. you'll walk around when you get out. Yeah. Yes. There's no two ways about it. You're either for it or against it. Except for Harambe. Yes. If you're a female, you get an attachment. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, and you can participate too. No one cares. Yeah. It's the thought. It's the thought. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, we need to start something like flips out for Harambe. You know what? That's fine. Yeah. And then, like, we could do a Morphodites for Harambe. Yeah. It's yeah. like, hey, I got both. Yeah, whatever you got out for Harambe. Tied in a knot for Harambe. <laughs> Balloon art for Harambe. <laughs> Ow. Uh, penis sketches. Yeah, oh, like, yeah, hey, like, yeah. you know, at the fair where they'll, they'll sit down, they'll draw a sketch of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also the other sketches, too, where you make hand puppets out of them. <laughs> Like you could like just to pretend to meet another guy at Dick and say, "Hey, how you doing, Mr. Dick? I am doing fine, Mr. Dick." So, what do you support, Harambe? Me too. <laughs> That's why we're out for Harambe. That's right. Here's a word that you never hear anymore: meat gazer. Uh, you remember after, when people yeah. were called meat gazers? After uh, Mr. Creepy brought it up on the initial Mr. Yeah. Creepy segment. I haven't heard it ever since then. Well, I remember hearing that in, in junior high. Oh, yeah. People were called meat gazers. Well, it was but that... funny because you could just look down at the urinal for one second and someone would catch it. Mm. You know, you're trying to wonder if you're like too screaming or if like you're bouncing off the edge. Yep. That's all you're doing. You're not looking around. You're meat gazers. Or that weird gravity-defying thing where the, where the pee rolls up your shaft, goes oh, uphill, yeah, yeah. and winds yeah, up like, in your underwear. It's like gravity ceased to exist for a moment right here in the urinal. So then you're looking down, being perplexed, and then yeah. some idiot walks in, in the locker room, and goes, Yeah. Like, no, I was looking at my own dick. I don't count. I, I got bullied because... I, I used to get nosebleeds, so when every time I'd blow my nose, I'd check to see if I, my nose was bleeding. Oh, and they called you a snot gazer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I look at him, man. He has to look at his own snot. It's like, dude, I get nosebleeds. <laughs> but, you know, I was a little short, fat so kid. Anybody me, wanted to oh, pick yeah, on no, me. Same here. Yeah. I was a short, fat kid, so yeah. I got shit, too. Yeah. Yeah, the worse my parents' marriage got, the more I overate. So by by sixth grade, seventh grade, I was pretty pretty big. And that is really typical too. Mm -hmm. And in my you know, they always say, "Oh, kids always blame themselves for their parents' divorce." <laughs> well, I, it wasn't my fault, but I did have a lot to do with it. <laughs> so, so it's true. You ate your feelings. I did. Yep. Yep. It's just like what comedian said. Don't you? I think it's George Carlin said. Don't you eat a random thought every now and then? Yeah. <laughs> And actually, I started shoplifting to feed my uh, overeating. I shoplifted candy. Wow, I yeah. cannot imagine you doing that. I mean, you're not like that now. No, not great. at all. Yeah. But I just don't see one eating all this candy or two shoplifting. Yeah. Um, I, I believe that at the time I wanted to get caught. Probably for attention. Uh, yeah, because you know, I didn't like the way my life was going. I was compensating the way I could. But... Um, I started doing things like that 
you know, probably trying to get in trouble, trying to get caught. Um, once I learned that my dad was it's a like liar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I tried to get <laughs> No, go ahead. No, once I learned my dad was a liar, I mean, once I had absolute solid proof that my dad was a liar, I became the worst liar. I mean, it's just, I was lying constantly. I'd lie for no reason. I just, it was like, my dad doesn't tell the truth, why should I? Wow. Yeah. So I reacted very badly to, you know, my parents' crumbling marriage and the way my parents reacted to each other. And yeah, I was I was a mess for a while. <laughs> well, like I said, you're not alone. You're not alone. Yeah, no, I'm not. A lot of kids yeah. Well, it's also the only feeling of control, too. That's true. I, I still tend to uh, latch on to things that I can control and guard them jealously because too many things are outside of my control and make, you know, which is normal, which is, you know, everybody goes through that, but I get unreasonably upset and uncomfortable about yeah, it. Yeah, there's a lot of people that do stuff <laughs> over control. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. you know, the only thing you can control, a lot of people, the only thing you control in your life, really, is like maybe your weight and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. where you were, but beyond just like regular stuff that you have to do like work, the other thing you can do is be able to it on yeah, and I think for anorexics, that's a big part of it is the it control. It's like no one can make me eat. Yeah. I can I can stop eating and no one can make me eat. I can get as skinny as I want and no one can do anything and about it's it. Bizarre. Yeah. By the thought process behind it, it's like, no, I'm going to do this to prove uh-huh. that I can. It actually is killing me. And that's, that shows how desperately our minds want to have control over the situation. Even to the point where it kills us, we'd rather have control. And the thing is, is if you actually know how little control you have over anybody, <laughs> yeah. you that's a good point. Yes. Like, why do I even bother? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, there was a there was a time in grade school. I, I knew a guy who uh, was more into the, the dark side of the force than I was, and he stole a twenty out of the teacher's purse while everyone is out of recess. Ooh. And uh, so the four of us after school we went down to uh, it was a cat's drugstore, which later turned that. into Skags and then Oscar and then now CBS. Yeah. But it was cats, K A T Z. I remember when they were very famous and, uh, in the city. They owned a lot of different things, mm-hmm. but cats was their most famous at drugstore. They had the soda jerk in there. Yeah. The guy with a little hat to make yeah. the sodas right there. Yeah. And this is the one, if you're familiar with KC, it's at 63rd and Brookside. Yes. I went to um, the one on Independence Avenue because yeah. that's where I grew up. But yeah. But so we went in there and said. the bridge. The, the bridge of the East Trust. Yep. But the one guy, he's the one who stole it, but since all of us were there, you know, we could all rat each other out, we were kind of in on it together, so he said, you know, I want to buy this, and then we'll just split whatever's left. So, I wound up going home with probably like three dollars and change in my pocket, and a lot of it was in change. So when I uh, when I got home, my pocket was jingling, and my parents were like, "Where'd you get all that money?" And I said, truthfully, "Well, a friend of mine gave some to me. You know, there's there's four of us, and you know, he he spent some money to buy something, then he just gave the rest to the four of us because we're friends, which was true, but they didn't buy it, you know, because I was leaving out the part that the guy stole the twenty from the teacher." Now, we had a small wooden box full of uh, nickels and dimes and quarters that was for lunch money. 
And at the time, lunch at school was like 35 or 45 cents. And we were all supposed to just go in and get what we needed for the day and go on. Um, every now and then, I would pilfer some extra money out of there to get something I wanted. Um, so when I came home with all this change, my dad was determined to find out where I got it. So he worked up this deal with my two brothers to where they... Uh, and my dad would they got all of us together and he said, okay, there is you know, X amount of money missing from the lunch money fund. Mark, did you take it? And he got Mark to lie and said, yeah, I took X amount. And then he asked John and he got John to lie. And, and John said, yeah, I took X amount. And then he turned to me and the amount that was left was exactly what I had in my pocket. And I knew, okay, I know for a fact this did not come from the lunch money fund. And my dad knows that for a fact because he just set up this whole dog and pony show. But Mark and John played their part. He said, okay, go to your room. I'll punish you later. And then he turned on me and he said, one more chance to tell the truth. And I said, I did not get this from the lunch money fund. And then, of course, I got crappy now. But that was the point I knew. My dad is a so liar. He, he made that up he just made to punish the, you. Yes. He couldn't stand the idea that I had money that he didn't know where it came from, so he invented a crime and punished me. Oh, God, that's diabolical. Uh-huh. But at that point, I was, you know, I was, I was like 10, 11 years old. It was like, okay, not only is my dad a liar, he will lie to hurt me. He doesn't care. He will lie about anything, and he will lie to hurt me. So at that point, I I just wrote off my dad. He's like, yeah, I don't care about him anymore at all. I need him for food, shelter, and clothing. But after that, it was like, eh, he's a sperm donor, and that's about as much as I care. Yeah. So, and, you know, I, I just kind of spiraled, you know, a little bit more from that point. As little as possible. As little as possible. I mean, I'd go over to his house occasionally because my brother John would invite me over. You know, we'd go over after school. He'd say, hey, you know, hang out. We'll swim in the pool a little bit, order a pizza. And uh, my dad resented it but didn't say anything. But he told his wife, my stepmom, and then she came out and confronted me. And he said, what do you think you're doing? You're just coming over and using us as a crash pad and swimming in our pool. And you don't care anything about us. And it's like fine you will never see me again bye yeah so the let i didn't i didn't go over to that house again until my dad and susan were divorcing and he was getting rid of stuff and needed help moving things and all i was told was oh you know there's a bunch of stuff in the garage and you know come over and see if you want it and that's you know no one even bothered to tell me oh they're getting divorced oh my dad's moving out and getting his own place like oh okay <laughs> so they were keeping me out of touch too. It was kind of a mutual thing of, you know, we don't care about each other. Yeah. It's, it's weird just growing up watching people, you know, celebrate Father's Day and, and you know, talk about how great their dad is. Like, I never knew any of that. You know, to me, that is just a big blank mystery of, you know, people loving and, and idolizing their fathers. Really? That's a thing? <laughs> to me, that just seems like, you know, idolizing a poisonous mushroom. <laughs> you know? <laughs> wow. Yep. So, but I tried to be a good dad to my kids, and they love me, so. Yeah. You're like, you did broke, your part. Broke the cycle, anyway. You broke the cycle, absolutely. That's yeah. a good way of putting it. Yeah. 
Uh, you want to switch gears a little bit here? Absolutely. You know, Nuno uh, Bettencourt is one of the best guitars, probably oh, one of the yeah. best guitars ever on that genre, right? Mm-hmm. That's insane. I mean, to me, he's almost up there ready to Almost. But nobody's up there ready to Yeah. I, I put him up there with Phil Collin of uh, Def Leppard. Easily. You know, that, that speed and precision. I think I'd put him up there uh, in the same conversation with John Petrucci from Green Theater. I'd put him up there in the long screen. Yeah. Uh, Steve I. Yeah. I'd put him up there with all the greats that we know. Like yeah, the great Lyle. shredders. Yeah, the great shredders. Yeah. The non-mechanical. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. So, uh, anyhow, uh, Nuno uh, got visited by Eddie Van Halen before he passed away. Oh, wow. Only Nuno knew any, didn't know anything about his illness, so oh. he knew what was going to happen coming up not too far after. Uh, Nuno had just complete, well, he didn't complete yet. He was uh, working on completing the solo, which is in Sunday on Rise, yeah. the newer song. Yeah, uh-huh. I think it's just... It's like mind altering. It's so good. Yeah, it, for me, it's the kind of thing where I stop and pay attention. Yeah. You know, I can't just I mean, let it go by in the background. If anyone channel, channeled anything in him with his technique, his sound, his style, his bizarre concept to an instrument, yeah, it's new. Yeah. Yeah, but like I said, not quite there, but man, he's up there. Mm. Um, so Nuno would not. He wanted to hear his because. Uh, you know, Gary Schroen was in Van Halen for a short time in the fall. Oh, yeah, there's okay. one album. The new singer of Extreme. You know, Bettencourt is a guitarist for Extreme. Yeah. So him and Eddie became great friends and admired each other's work. Yeah. So uh, Eddie wanted to hear the solo because I think when he heard the story, he heard from Gary, he said, you got to see this shit that he's working on. And Nuno wouldn't let him listen to it. Probably out of, it didn't say this, but probably out of insecurity. I would imagine, yeah. Yeah, because it wasn't finished yet. He's like, no, nah, I can't leave the house. It's not <laughs> <Yeah>. done. <laughs> yeah. So Eddie went on, but, you know, they, they were very friendly. And they talked, you know. But I'm pretty sure after that, I mean, months later, uh, Eddie Van Halen passing away. Mm. I'm pretty sure Nuno's probably regretting that because he just brought it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The golden opportunity to get his feedback, his would take you, on it. Would you love to just be in that ballpark where anyone to hear your shit? Oh yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, what, you want to hear my stuff? Sure, hang on, let me go get it. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I'll get you all thirty years of it or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Just the, the ability, it's also the creativity, the creativity to go with it. The creativity is the biggest part of it, in my opinion. Yeah. Is to be able to come up with a sound and concept for the song, make it fit in, and make it so incredibly odd that it can yeah. be duplicated by someone. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember uh, my, when my old, oldest brother Mark was a teenager. He was taking some guitar lessons from a guy down at Big Dudes Music City. Oh, right, yeah. And if it's the same guy, the guy with long hair... I always wore the long sleeves. Probably. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah, and uh, Mark came home from a lesson once, and his eyes were just kind of, you know, semi-glazed. He'd gotten a a real big revelation. Uh, This guy was, you know, a phenomenal player, 
knew the, the theory and the concepts, etc. And uh, uh, we just talked about anything, anything and everything. No, no problem. Um, I'm sorry. Yes. Two douche bags and a microphone. Thank you. Um, anyway, the, he had the, he had asked his guitar teacher, said, "How come you're not playing in a famous band somewhere?" And he said, "Well, I can play all this stuff, but I can't come up with it. You know, I I really, if I had to come up with write I my own original stuff, answer. yeah." He said, "I all I can do is just kind of you know steal from other people because you know I can play it, I just can't create it." Yeah. So he'd always be stuck in the role of, you know, the sideman playing what somebody else wrote. And he's like, eh, I'd rather just stay here and teach other people. There's a lot of glory in that. Yeah. You see people progress, become really good, mm-hmm. um, write great music. Like, probably maybe Puddle and Mud can do other things. Yeah. Kansas City. Who knows who else can do that? I mean, there's actually a lot of musicians who don't claim Kansas City, but good live here. Yeah. 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 And they had to move somewhere to get big, and then automatically where they moved some mm-hmm. of these, you know, um, well, I know we're in Nashville right now, but Nashville yeah. or LA or wherever they had to go. Awesome. Seattle, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the. Uh, the Lake dr- Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> the drummer for Tool, Danny Carey, is a Kansas native. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember Wichita, Topeka, somewhere close by. Topeka, but yeah. Carrie Livgren from Kansas, he's from Topeka. So, yeah, we got some people who are close by. Let's see, Melissa Etheridge is a Missouri girl. I think she, didn't she get recently inducted into In the, the Missouri, Missouri Music Hall of Fame? Music Hall of Fame, yes. yeah. But she does claim Lansing. Right, she is. I think it's Lansing. Um, I, I worked with a, a woman. Um, who lived in Tonganoxy, and she went to school with Melissa Etheridge. Okay, maybe it's Tonganoxie. And they knew each other, you know, somewhat. She showed me a picture. She said, you know, it used to be every time Melissa Etheridge would come in town, she'd stop by and they'd say hi. And she showed a picture, and by God, there they were together, you know. <laughs> but, uh, so I think she is somewhere, born somewhere in Kansas, but I'll, they just kind of adopted her and for the state is like, yeah, let's make her Missouri so we can claim her. <laughs> oh, no, I always thought she was in Lansing, Kansas. Yeah, so yeah, thought, okay, I'm pretty I'm sure she's a Kansas girl. Yeah, you're right. How did they take her in the Missouri Hall of Fame? Because she's in the Kansas City area. Yeah, I think they just consider Kansas City area. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I got some horrible questions. Oh, okay. I can answer some horrible questions. We will be right back. Then I got some small stories here. Naked uh, in Germany, a, a landlord, uh, somebody naked, ruled he wasn't hurting anybody. Two douchebags. And a microphone. Mark. Topher. All right. I have some horrible questions. You ready for some horrible questions? I could answer some horrible questions. All right, good. Would you rather spend hours to get something for free or pay for what you want right now? Wow, I'm gonna. Uh, most of the time, I'd rather just go ahead and pay for it and get it. Unless it's extremely expensive. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, hence uh, the uh, 
prank call that you know, <laughs> yeah. I could have got a free vacation, yes, because they do actually give it to you, but you have to listen to their spiel, so it's like, no thanks, I'll thank Yeah, yeah, more, the older I get, the more I consider my time more valuable, yes, and me too. I don't, like the other day, a guy came to the door trying to sell some alarm system, and, you know, well, we can use you as a, as a model house, and you can get it for this, and it's like, it's like, no, 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 and he kept hammering back, it's like, no, you're wasting my time, I have things I want to do, and standing here on the porch talking to you is not one of them. Yes. <laughs> you know, it is really, he ought to appreciate that answer, because it's like, listen, I'm trying to do your thing. Yeah. Move on. It's not going to work. Quit. Yeah, you're wasting your time. Don't just move concentrate on. on someone that really does want to be a part of your whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, he wanted my house because I'm at a T intersection, so everybody coming up the side street would be staring right at my yard and see the sign. Yeah, okay. yeah, so that's why he wanted my house. Yeah, oh well. Oh well. Would you rather go to a museum or a concert? I'll go to concert. Concert. I I like museums, but I, do too, but I just get I more enjoyment to, out of concert. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be adverse to going to a museum and then a concert. You know, I almost just went to the free Motley Crue concert just because it was free. Yeah. The, even though I don't like the way they did Nick Morris, and yeah. I don't like anyone standing in for him, mm-hmm. like, you know, even John Five, don't like it. Yeah. But if it's free, yeah. Yeah. But then I was just like, you know what? <coughs> Too much trouble. Yeah. I've heard that uh, Joe, oh, Joe Bonamassa. Oh, yeah. Joe, Joe Bonamassa. He's coming to Kansas City in late September. Oh, well, I'd love to hear him. Yeah, tickets are like, they start at like <laughs> 75 and go up to 300 so ain't cheap. That's more expensive than the Alice Cooper tickets. Oh, God. Yeah. No, that's why Don Moss had kept moving Grant, uh, Black Country Community with uh, Wayne Hughes and uh, um, Jason Bond. Mm-hmm. Because he's making a lot more money playing, you know, yeah. But anyway, they're back together too. I find it interesting they get back together and then he goes on tour. Yeah. Because that was one of the reasons they broke up. Was because they never had any tour time. He's like, oh, you know, he's always, always touring on his own. Yeah. And BCC was like, yeah, you know? And then they kind of got through a formation and that was it. I guess they figured out their schedules now so where he can still tour as himself and he can still do this commitments well, with fans. Well, doing Deep Purple. Yeah. Um, because he was in the purple and wrote a lot of songs. And uh, Jason Bonham works a lot with Sammy Hagar. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they, I think they all have this year full up. Yeah. But they do not, you know, probably next year is when they start touring. Yeah. But they are coming up with new music too, so that could be part of it. Is they're recording when they get a chance. Yeah, so. and a lot of the writing, a lot of writing happens while they're recording. That's true. Would you rather have anchovies or pineapple on your pizza? Anchovies. Pineapple. Uh, I, I, I've always liked anchovies for some weird reason. But, uh, I'm not real averse to pineapple. But so they're good on pizza? I think so. Yeah. If you've ever had a traditional Caesar salad, they put anchovies in the dressing. They do. Yeah. I can't really taste them in it, so it doesn't really bother me so much. Yeah. yeah. A little salty, it's a little salty dried fish. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're really kind of like sardines. Yeah, yeah, they're just... They're a little different, they're dried. And... Yeah, I think sardines, kippers, herring, anchovies, they're all kind of in the same 
they're in the class. Shit, they're in the shit fish category of the ocean. Yeah, the little fish that the bigger ones eat. They're the starlings. Yes. <laughs> they're the starlings of the ocean. Yes. <laughs> or sparrows. <laughs> would you rather have been... Would you have her ahead? Let me try that again. Yeah, maybe put your jaw on the right way. Yeah, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There we go. It's back on. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for the catch. Would you rather have friends who are similar to you or totally different? I like different. I do too. Yeah. Although different points of view, different uh, levels of education, mm -hmm. different experiences, yeah. different street credit even if you will. Yeah. 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 Different. Yeah. Different everything. It's, it, I, I do know some people that only hang around people that are just like them. My God, that's boring. It's got to be boring. It's, it, yeah, it's boring to be around them. Yeah. I can't imagine how boring it is to be them. And then I always did not like to do it. Just like, yeah, 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 I agree with you. It's like, no, please don't. Yeah, yeah. Come up with a different one. Tell me if I'm wrong. I want to hear it. I, I posted that on my Facebook status a while back. So if you agree with everything I say and think the way I do about everything, then you're really boring. <laughs> that's the way I view it, too. And yeah. I don't really have anything much to say with it. Yeah, yeah. Because I know what they're going to say on those stuff. Yeah. Would you rather make separate fun with a laser cutter or a 3D printer? Hmm. I think I'll go with 3D printer. Me too, because yeah. I've operated a laser cutter before, and they're really kind of... Yeah, yeah. limitation. Yeah, I think the 3D printer is really... Uh, it gives you a lot more flexibility. Yeah, same here. Yep. Uh, would you rather have many options to choose from or just two? Oh, I like many. Many. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're, we're all Our right. government seems dead set on only giving us two. Yes. No, they, yeah, Conservative they, they, or liberal? Republican or Democrat? That well, side or this side? The problem is, is they have the people bamboozled into thinking there isn't another choice. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, no, 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 no. And you're just going to waste your vote. No, no, no. wasting your vote is voting for someone you can't stand. Yeah. 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 They're, they're, they're yelling you. You either have to stand on this rock or stand on that rock. That's the only two choices. And meanwhile, you're surrounded by thousands of rocks. And you're like, wait a minute, no. <laughs> I like this rock well, over here. You can see all these other rocks, but they're too busy telling you there's only yeah. two. Here, this is off tangent, but I was thinking, I was thinking about... Uh, how people will say, oh, you, you wasted your vote or threw it away if you voted on a third party. You can say the same thing about anybody who votes for the losing side. Yeah, that's right. So anybody who voted for Hillary in 2016, you wasted your vote, you pissed it away, it didn't matter, it made no difference. Oh, but then they come up with the, you the, the reason the vote was split. Uh, no, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> because the rocks corrode. And then yeah. They were blamed for the loss of Bush and Clinton. No, I'll tell you, the loss of Bush and Clinton was Bush had no personality. Yes, yeah. and you know, think about how wrong that is for a person to say you didn't vote the way I want you to vote. Therefore, your vote was wrong and bad and possibly caused harm. Well, yeah. What a sack of shit that is. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I want nothing to do with any of that because we are so ignorant and ridiculous. My sister used to tell me if you didn't vote, then you have no right to complain about the way the election turned out. And I, and I, I 
Yes. Yep. Yeah, 14 year old kids don't get to vote either, but by God, they get affected, so they they have a right to complain, don't they? To me, that's one of the lamest arguments it ever is. because I can find so many holes in this. Yeah. It was one of those ridiculous tactics to shame people into voting. Which failed miserably. <laughs> yeah, because people are like, nah, that makes me want to vote even less. Yes. The fact that you want me to do it tells me I shouldn't. Right. It's like, I want you to vote. Oh, and vote the way I tell you to. <laughs> Complete utter bullshit. Yeah. When you have a problem, would you rather talk to someone or try to figure it out by yourself? I say depends. Yeah, it does kind of depend. There are some things that require nobody else's input. Yeah. That is strictly a personal choice. And yet there's some things that it would take so long to explain before someone would actually know what I'm asking yeah. that it's just not worth it. Yeah, that, no, that's another part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it depends on what it is. Yeah. Yeah, there are times I would have a problem at work and I would try to explain to Cindy. But since she didn't understand the way a lot of the things in the post office worked and the culture and the people, she was like, I don't get what the problem is. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I got one like this. Oh, no, it's fine. Um, okay, um, like a car. Let's say I never owned a Cadillac before. Yeah. The thing about buying one. Uh, I know someone with a Cadillac. Yeah. Well, that would require me talking to other people. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, maybe I know a couple other people, acquaintances, that own a Cadillac. I mean, what do you think of it? Yeah, What's the mileage? Yeah. Uh, did you have a lot of trouble with it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I it's nice, quiet, but the parts expensive, yes. all those things. Yeah. yeah. Or a Tesla might be a better example of nowadays. Mm-hmm. Which I wouldn't touch now. No. So, yeah, that's, that's a big old depends. Okay, would you rather shave or wax? Oh, shave, definitely. Wax. I hate stubble. <laughs> if I could wax my whole face, it would be gone for a month. I wouldn't have to worry about it or shave. Well, you know, they've got hair removal creams that women use on their legs. How come we don't have something that like that for our faces? They should be able to design something, shouldn't they? Wouldn't you think? Yeah. You know what? If it's feasible, it will come out. And it makes me wonder, is it, it is feasible, but they don't think anyone would buy it. So they don't make it. Yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of products that could absolutely be made. Yeah. Yeah, it would get a little here, extra there. Yeah, there are lots of products that we could have, but people can't make money off of them, so we don't get them. Yeah. Uh, would you rather eat savory food or sweet and savory food? I say sweet oh, wow. and savory. Yeah. Go the whole fucking nine yards with it. Yeah, yeah, that does. That, there's so many things that, you know, just a little sweet and savory mix. Oh, yeah, it really puts it over the edge. Yeah, I'll go sweet and savory, too. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather spend money on education or work more to build more experience in your field? <sighs> I say experience in yeah. the field. I think people get more out of that. Yeah, yeah, I would say experience. Yeah. Definitely. People jump people get more out of that. I mean that's just all the way. I mean, that's yeah, let me think you know, if we were talking about music, then yeah, I just, you know, I want to go out and 
jam with people rather than go take courses. And even when I was working for the Postal Service, they had a, a classroom section called the Good Start, where they take you and they you know teach you and they show you and you can practice. And I got very little out of that. And when I actually went on the street and was actually doing it, it was like, okay, now this makes sense. That's exactly what I'm talking so, about. So yeah, the on the street experience was just invaluable. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather sleep with someone snoring or grinding on teeth? Snoring. Snoring. Yeah. Well, I can't grinding stand the sound of grinding like, teeth. Oh, yeah. Like a chalkboard, uh, would you rather go on domestic trips or trips to a different country? Depends. I, I'm going to vote domestic. To me, it depends on where it is. Yeah. I think my sticking point is the time it takes to travel internationally is the big drawback for me. Um, I can see that. Yeah. Because um, you know, I'd be happy to renew my passport and drive up into Canada. Yes. I speak the language of most people. Yeah. There's a lot of French speakers up there. Yeah, there is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, if you get into Quebec and all that, it's nothing but French. Yeah. Uh, Montreal is quite a bit French. Yeah. But in most places, it's just about like the years of Only we have an accent up there. Isn't it funny that they speak French, but they put the English monarch on their money? I know. Yeah, that is something <laughs> I've always wondered about. It's so like, does well, Australia. Yeah, Australia does that. Now they're going to have to get bank notes with King Charles III and Camilla on them. Yeah. Hey, that's got to make side chicks celebrate everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Ugly side chicks. Yes. Not just side chicks, but nasty. Ugly side chick made it to they're queen. Looking, yeah, they're all like looking at each other. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. yeah. Yep. If the sex is good enough, you'll make it to queen. She does that thing you like. Over and over and over. <laughs> Would you rather put Sprite in beer or wine? Oh, wine. Wine, definitely wine. Yeah, Sprite in beer. Oh. Oh. There's not a lot you can add to beer that doesn't just screw it up. No, you either break it like it is, cold, frosted yeah. mug or not, bottle, can. That's about it. Now, I used to drop a shot, a shot glass full of rum down into the beer. You know, okay. if it's if it's whiskey, it's, it's called a boiler maker. What's not okay is ice in there. No, no ice in no. there. No, that waters it down, man. I'm like, uh, you don't get the same thing. I've seen people doing that before. I'm like, stop. That should be against the law. Anyone that does that should be hit in the face immediately. <laughs> it's strangled to death. But like I said, it's not verbal, yes. so don't go strangle somebody because yes. they got the uh, wrong <laughs> They got ice in the beer. So yeah, I, was, I used to drop a shot of rum down in a beer, and somebody who was in the Navy said, oh, that's called a depth charge. Oh, really? Oh, it is. If it's whiskey, it's called a boiler maker. Yeah. But if it's a shot of rum and you drop it down in your beer, it's called a depth charge. I had no idea. I had no I thought I invented it. And then somebody who was in the Navy said, oh, yeah, yeah I drink a lot of those. <laughs> I think rum's a better fit than whiskey with beer. But I would think so, me. yeah. Would you rather wake up one day as a different gender or stay the same gender? Stay the same. Oh, I'd stay. I have no experience being anything than what I am right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would completely fuck the other up, I can tell you. Yeah. yeah. Would you rather build a spa or a nice outdoor fireplace be? Fireplace, fireplace. yeah. I think that's pretty easy. I think 99% of 
some of the people would say that. Yeah, yeah, I love just sitting and staring into a fire. Yeah, especially the town doors. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I know what your answer would probably be to this. Okay. Would you rather go on a cruise or to an all-inclusive resort? Oh, my gosh. I guess I'm going to go all-inclusive resort. Because I think my wife would enjoy that more, too. I really love cruises. Yeah. But I also like all... It would kind of depend on where the cruise was going, I guess, too. You know, but 60, just, 40 cruise for me. Yeah. And, you know, if you, just, you know, take your average typical cruise, your average typical all-inclusive resort, I'm going to go to the resort. What I want to do is what one of my bosses and I just got discussed a week or, a week or so ago. Uh-huh. Alaskan cruises with a three-day layover in any specific city. Yeah. Yeah. Where you go up to a lodge, you went up to a lodge, mm. and did Alaska things for three days, like uh, look, uh, look at elk, bears. Yeah. Uh, Catch a fish. Uh, whales. Yeah, yeah, all that. Yeah. Go to local eateries, like fish being uh, taken out of the water. And oh, fried yeah. Right in front of you, oh, yeah. Over grill, right in front of you, over fire, and all that cool stuff. Mm. Yeah, if you like seafood, that would just be a... Or just sit in your cabin and... Probably not watching the snow, but maybe, I mean, I don't know. If it's uh, during the summer, you can you can watch it be sunny at 11.30 at night. Yeah. <laughs> that was all good news to that on a cruise. I would think. No, a year ago. Right at about a year ago. That right was about a year ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was when we get used to that. Mm-hmm. Because uh, eventually, the days that we were up there passed the line that we had that much daylight. Is. Yeah. Um, midnight, you could tell, the only reason you could tell it's midnight was because of where the moon was at. Uh-huh. I discovered that the first time, like, okay, the moon's right there when it's midnight, and after that, I could, like, kind of tell, but the boat wasn't really going to tell me the time. Yeah, yeah, it's going to help you forget. Yeah, I think they do that on Alaskan cruises, so they're not so fixated with it, and not sleeping, because it's like... But it's 12 during the day, you know, they don't want you to think like that. You know, if it's yeah, there's there's time to get back in your rhythm when you go home. Yeah, and I did very easily when we got back to Seattle yeah. that night. It was fun. Yeah, your body is just waiting for the cue and was like, okay, I know what to do now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so, and also very tired from running around constantly oh, yeah. and all that. So, yeah. would you rather read the book or watch the movie is based on that book. It depends on the book. Mm, for the most part, I like to read the book. Reading the book is generally much better because a movie has to take certain liberties and not. Yeah. To, uh, I don't know. They pretty much always have to leave stuff out because it's too long. It's too long. Or it goes into too much description. Or yeah. people watching the movie would consider boring, but people reading the book would not. Yeah. And you know, with books, you, you always have the option of you can go back a few chapters and recheck something and reread. In a movie, all the time. movie you can't, so you got to make the point pretty obvious right up front. No, only the book for like three days on it. Yeah. Sure, read out Wait, I don't remember. Then I'll go back like a couple of, you know, a couple of pages. Go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I there are times I'll read a book and then uh, you know a year later I'll read it again and make a connection I didn't make before and it's like oh my gosh this is connected to this I had no idea because I didn't catch it the first time through the second oh, time through is like ooh I love the movies that happens on because yeah. 
completely catches you by surprise. Yeah. Would you rather use a porta potty or go somewhere there are no people in the woods? I'll go in the woods. woods. Yeah. Porta potties are disgusting. Folks are so nasty. <laughs> oh my gosh. Would you rather ride a snowmobile or a jet ski? Snowmobile. Uh, let's see. I've never been on a snowmobile, but I've been on the back of a jet ski. I've been on a jet ski. I'd rather ride a snowmobile. I think I'd go with the jet ski. Okay. Would you rather eat a juicy cheeseburger or a fresh ingredient pizza with an amazing crust? Pizza. Oh, I'm going pizza. With amazing crust. Oh, I can eat pizza all the time. Uh, pizza's fucking awesome. Oh, it is. That was so awesome. I was in the band that we used to play up at uh, Funhouse Pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that's closed now, and uh, we the one we, on three fifty. Yeah, and that's the uh, original out of all. It was. It was, and we we got a free pizza each night that we would play there. So we usually put in our order before the third set and eat it after the third set. It's like free funhouse pizza every you know, two nights each weekend. We usually get two weekends in a row. So it's like, I got so much good pizza. Speaking of free food, <laughs> where are you going to go? Looking for new uh, pastries they have over there and new sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at that ham and uh, ham and cheese. I could just pull the slice of cheese off. Well, then he has a grilled cheese too over there. Yeah. They put some sort of onions in it too, or something. When you caramelize the onions, yeah. grilled cheese and caramelized onions is a really good combination. Yeah. Well, he went all out with this stuff. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So, anyhow, let's see. Would you rather learn French or Russian? Oh my gosh. I think I'd probably have more use for French. And I think it's easier because we use the same alphabet. Same here. Uh, with Russian, you have to learn the Cyrillic alphabet, which is difficult. You know the, the backwards end in pink's name? You know, in pink. Uh, no one. She has the upside down eye. Upside down eye. So she has P apostrophe N K. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but somebody has a back. Oh, let's see. Corn has a backwards R yeah, in their true. name. Yeah. yeah. So a backwards R actually is pronounced differently than R. I don't remember what it is. The, I don't think they mean it like that. Yeah. The Russian R looks like a P to us. Yeah. So. I don't know what a back and the backwards are, backwards and then there's one that looks like a pitchfork and yeah, they have weird letters. Yeah, they do. I'd rather learn French. So <laughs> I'd rather, it's yeah. easier and I think that we'd have more use for it. Yeah. Would you rather drive at night with your interior lights on or have someone follow you the whole trip with a hydro zone? Oh god. I guess somebody has to go interior lights. Even though I hate that. Yeah, I would I would too, because at least that's in my control. I think I would let go less insane. <laughs> yeah. Man. To me, this next one is easy. Okay. Would you rather have food allergies or environmental allergies? Food allergies. Definitely. Food allergies, because you can yeah. control what you eat from your environment. Yeah, my, my wife has environmental allergies with uh, dust and mold and things like that. Dog and cat dandruff. You never know when you're getting clobbered with that. Exactly. Two douchebags and a microphone. The number one show for people that lie about their favorite podcast.
Two ass bags and a box of Cheez-Its. We'll be right back. And now, a brand new feature. Strange insults from an alien. May your mother come to talk to you. And then leave your door slightly ajar. So that you may have to get up and close it. Uh, I got a neat little story here about a little prank that me and Davey, my friend that I refer to often, oh, yes. played. You know the old Bannister Mall, remember that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, boy, that was a that was an area for a lot of fucking fun. <laughs> we used to get away with murder at that place. Oh, we had done the stupidest shit. Well there there was a security guard, a little little short little fucker, little kind of little dumpy little guy named Sam. Mm -hmm. And he hated us long hairs. We were in there getting all the chicks, and he didn't fucking like it. So yeah. Sam used to always try to get me kicked out, and Davey too, but more me. He really hated me for some reason. <laughs> so he always screw with me, and he got me kicked out for about two weeks. Then we went to court, and, and then the judge said, you can't kick him out. It's a public mall, you know, so. Yeah. So uh, anyhow, you know, one of the biggest ways to sell a hoax is to... Uh, we found this out was to have a setup guy that no one knew mm. just a guy to confirm what you're saying you know, oh yeah 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 I did see that monkey over there yeah, yeah last I saw him he was on top of that building and he was throwing shit at somebody the random witness you see disappears random witness, yes yes yeah. oh, so um, uh, this guy uh, okay this is um, Bandish from all early 1980s me and my good buddy Davey were hanging out and uh there were crazy long hairs that, you know, the average teen would follow, you know, because mm -hmm. we're long hairs and, you know, we're kind of like the Pied Piper of teens. Yeah. People would like used to look at us and go, well, there's the party. Let's just follow them around until they go to it. <laughs> yeah, I've, done, I've we, done that. Yeah, they, yeah they, they used to do it all the time. We'd be like, where are you guys going? Cleveland? Ohio? No, Missouri. That guy looks like okay. he might have beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just start following us, and that's just the way it were. And then we'd all introduce, hey, hey, I'm, you know, I'm so and so, I'm so and so, you know, and we'd have a good time, Cleveland Lake or something. Yep. You know, slamming beers, doing stupid shit. So, <laughs> so Davey and I had certain buddies that would walk up and hear the bullshit that we're spewing and then help seal the deal. You know, they'd mm -hmm. sell it completely. <laughs> you know, one guy that uh, walked around to help us was a punker named Jason. Jason was really cool because he looked like the type of guy that wouldn't like us. Mm -hmm. But we, we got to talking to him, and we you know, we saw eye to eye on everything except music. Yeah. Everything else, we were the same, you know. Cool. Fuck society, fuck the average guy, fuck this, <laughs> fuck that, you know. But when it came to music, you know, we're like fucking listening to Motley Crue and shit like that, and he was listening to, uh, um, um, I don't know, uh, the Ramones or, you know, or or even deeper than that, you know, Dead Kennedys, The Germs. Television. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was a real punker. So he had, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had an orange mohawk. Sweet. Or uh, black spike leather. And, uh, and Doc Martens. So, <laughs> so, I mean, you know, you got the guy, right? You, mm -hmm. know, you know who I'm talking about. So... Uh, Great guy, though. I'd love to know what happened to him. So, Jason, if you happen to hear this abortion, please, uh, oh, I guess that, you know, that's a bad word now, isn't it? Oh. This atrocity. <laughs> so, there we go. If you happen to hear this horrible atrocity, then, you know, hey, uh, send us an email. 
Yeah. And I forgot what the valid email is. So. <laughs> <laughs> we put so many bullshit ones yeah, out there, we can't remember our real one. <laughs> no. There is a valid one, and I can't remember what the hell it is. So. So, we also uh, have an actual real phone number. <laughs> hell if I know that one either. <laughs> yeah, so I can't even remember the real one. There you go. So, uh, uh, Show prep. Yeah. <laughs> Here I was talking about show prep and making a big deal out of it, and I can't even remember our email. So, anyhow, meanwhile, there's this uh, one security guard named Sam that I kind of alluded to or actually went into a little bit. Mm -hmm. Sam was a jealous little pussy bitch. <laughs> he constantly tried to get me kicked out and barred from the law, and like I said earlier, he did for a while, for a couple of weeks, and we went to court. Mm -hmm. I got back in, which really fumed his ass, burned his ass. Because every time I seen him, I was like overzealous about him. Hi, Sam, how are you? Hey, hey, you come over for dinner tonight, little guy? A little <laughs> tiny bit of authority he had, and it's gone. You look cute today. <laughs> <laughs> I beeped yeah. his nose one time. He oh, about oh, went oh. unglued. <laughs> so, you know, me and Davey used to play mean tricks on Sam constantly. You Sounds know, like he deserved it. Oh, oh he did, you know. <laughs> so uh, we quickly went to Jason to be the uh, casual guy walking mm -hmm. by to sell it. So Jason's over in the corner where the movie theaters upstairs used to be. Because then they went downstairs for a while and then they disappeared. Oh, yeah. But there used yeah. To, yeah, they used to be upstairs, mid-upstairs. Mm -hmm. So I think right across from food court, maybe. If I remember correctly. Well, now in my mind, I'm getting a little confused with Ward Parkway because their movie theater shifted around a bit, too. Okay, well, anyhow, this is when they were upstairs because I remember that part well because people were coming in to go to movies and we're screwing with them. So, yeah. So, Dave and I set this one up perfectly. You know, we had a buddy that uh, he won a uh, backstage pass to, uh, um, to uh, uh, Great White. Oh, remember yeah. that? Mm -hmm. It's a video shoot, okay, as an extra. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> and he was in it. It, it. I don't know if it's once bit or something else, but he was in it. And so, and, and on the back was stamped used. Yeah. But on the front, it had an MTV logo. It didn't have a specific band. It just had, it didn't say Great White. It just said yeah. extra for MTV video shoot. And I remember really well, it was green with an orange MTV on it with her famous logo. Yeah. It was really cool looking, and it was like made with some sort of a, uh, um, some sort of, of a really thick paper, and it was uh, engraved, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was raised. It felt great. It felt like the seal of Embossed something. Embossed paper. Embossed. Raised yeah. printing. Raised printing, whatever. Yeah. Makes it a lot harder to counterfeit. Yeah, so Plus, they, it makes it look cool. So our friend agreed to let us borrow this for a little while. We got back to him, like we said, and all yeah. that. We didn't, you know, we didn't tear it up or steal it or nothing. So <laughs> Davey started waving the card in the air and making fun of me because he got this and I didn't. You know, he's like, hey, hey, hey you know, I'm going to be on this, uh, I'm going to be on this um, whatever, you video. know. Yeah. So, uh, so he's way around going, hey, I'm going to be on the video and you're not because you're too stupid and you couldn't win and, you're, and all this stuff, right? <laughs> so this magical card was supposed to be a freebie to be an extra on the set of MTV. Mm -hmm. This is what we set it up to be, right? A list of hundreds of bands. The secret MTV guy walking around, was he was walking around the mall, and this was going to be Sam eventually. Mm -hmm. So the secret MTV guy that has these free magical passes was Sam, only he didn't know it. <laughs> so Davey's like, nah, nah, nah. and I'm like, fucking asshole. 
you know, all this stuff. So automatically, you see people getting ready to walk in, right? Yeah. Getting ready to go to movie, they're like, <laughs> yeah, just like magnetic. Thunk. They're just staring at us. And David's like, you're going to do this and all this stuff. I'm like, man, it sucks, man. You get to go and I don't. So Davey is waving us around, making fun of me, and Jason will walk by. Mm-hmm. They go, yeah, I fucking won one too, but I threw it at him because there's no punk bands on it. Fuck that. I don't want to go. So all of a sudden, wow. all these kids are fucking coming over there. <sighs> what, what was this? So <laughs> that's so clever. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, we set it up perfect. So the reason uh, the reason that uh, we picked Sam to do this we to do this on that day was because we had the card for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. He's wearing plain clothes, yeah. and I guess he thought he's going to catch shoplifters or something. Not wearing his little fucking bitch outfit <laughs> that he normally wore, it, you know. So Jason instead of us goes. Yeah, that fucking little douche right there is the one. That's the secret MTV guy. We didn't even say it. He did it. It sold it even more. Yeah. Because all these teens are like, <clears throat> you know, fucking their heads spun around and they're staring <laughs> at him. And so Jason said, wow. yeah. He, he goes, um, yeah, I bit him on the ear to get one. So <laughs> so the story was, was this. <laughs> it's getting the better more, and better. The more outrageous you were, the more likely you were to get a free pass oh, on TV. Perfect. Yeah. So automatically he had like fucking 50 teens jumping in front of him, fucking biting his ear, kicking him in the ass. One guy was clucking like a chicken in his face. Another guy's like, look, 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 look I'm a bird. Some guy fucking oh jumped God. off on one side. Another guy ripped off one of the trees and hit him with a switch. <laughs> and Sam was just fucking freaking out, man. He's like, what the fuck? And they're like, we want to pass. We want to pass. He's like, what pass? <laughs> this probably went on for fucking 25 minutes. He was <laughs> losing his mind. Yes, he was. Like, he didn't what know planet what did I wake he, up on? <laughs> he get 10 teens away from him, right? And then you have 10 more teens attacking. So <laughs> like, we leave. We let this go on and let it go downhill, and those teens told another one, get the pass from that fucker, he didn't give us anything. So this just kept rolling on and rolling on and rolling on. So we come back a couple hours later, we went to, oh, no, I know what we did. We went to Andy Santa Fe and had a burrito. Mm, I remember the Andy Santa Fe. We weren't even old enough to drink, but we still did, because they never carted there. We both had margaritas, we were fucking laughing, had our feet on the table and shit. (laughs) Davey had fucking flip-flops on, so they eventually got mad and kicked us out, because you could see his toenails hanging out, and Mm. people didn't like that. Yeah. So... So, hey, we get back in, and all of a sudden we see Sam coming by, all disheveled. By this time, everything was gone. It was all said and done. I go, hey, Sam, I go, you want to know where all that came from? Us. David pulled out the card and said, see this? I go, yeah, you just been had, bitch. Oh, he was fucking furious. He turned right back. You motherfucker, I'm going to get you out of here. I'm going to get you guys kicked out for good. I go, what for? I didn't do anything against them all. Uh-huh. We didn't get kicked out. <laughs> that was one of the best fucking pranks we ever played. Brilliant. And I just thought about it the other day. I'm like, my God. <laughs> there are some other brilliant. ones. There are some other ones I got to remember that we did to him too. Mm-hmm. So, and then uh, I, I got another one. You listen to the solo cast, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell the story about the nutbiter. Oh yes. Oh gosh. Big Two Douchebags and a Microphone, the number one show for people that lie about their favorite podcast.
Oh, oh shit. shit. What's, What's that, that over there? there? Oh, oh no. It's this island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. I can't take my dog to the lake. The ducks keep attacking him. That's what I get for having a purebred dog. <laughs> I had a request from uh, my friend Lona that listens to this podcast and will probably listen to this. But uh, anyhow, some of the, some, she's going way back with this uh, elaborate prank and I'd forgotten all about it actually. And there's Mm. like, there's more on this level specifically that I can tell you about, but this is in general, this elaborate prank and anyhow, it's a really, really good, vicious line of events. uh, anyhow, kind of going to go into some humor now. You know, we've done some uh, serious stuff. But anyhow, my great buddy Davey, I think a lot of people know him. And, I know Davey. Oh, yeah. See? So there we go. <laughs> Jesse two knows Davey. Three out of three. Yeah. Cindy knows Davey. Oh, four out of four. Val knows Davey. Five mm-hmm. out of five. Okay. Well, everybody in the whole world knows him, evidently. So anyhow, well, you know, when we were, when we were teenagers, um, every summer his parents would go to uh, Truman Lake. And they take their camper there, and they'd be gone for pretty much from uh, Memorial Weekend to Labor Day weekend. So oh, you know, wow. a good two and a half month stretch, something like that. Yeah. You know? But sometimes it was stretching to three, depending on how they felt, you know. And uh, and so anyhow, this meant one thing: party house. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, you know, uh, uh, you know, Davey and I had some evil tricks that we like to play on the people, you know. Uh, the people that all partied at the house for a while, they were all in on the gag because they probably had it happen to them before. Yeah. So, you know, so uh, anyhow, you know, they, they were a victim at one point and then after they got through with the uh, the hurt and the embarrassment and the bruises, they're like, okay, all right, well, it's time for someone else. So, you know, new guys that would come to the house didn't yeah. know about this, but the people that were there for a while, they knew. They knew they were safe. So, uh, anyhow, one of the things that we would do is, you know, we'd all be getting trashed. But anyone that wasn't at Davy's house before would not know this. There was a, a refrigerator in the back room that contained all the sodas. Mm-hmm. All the Dr. Peppers, all the Cokes, all that, you know, the Sprites, what have you, Mountain Dews. Dr. Peppers were all in the back fridge. Yeah. And the front fridge was full of useful stuff like food and stuff like that, okay? <laughs> so, uh, anyhow, you know, we'd all be getting smashed. And, uh, anyhow, uh, you know, someone would wake up and they'd be parched. So they would look for something that they could drink and also have caffeine. We didn't believe in coffee back then. We were teenagers, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Coffee didn't exist. It was all soda pop. Yep. So what we would do is we would take a can of soda and uh, we would, you know, open it up and drink it or, you know, throw it out or whatever. Uh, probably drink it, most likely. We weren't that stupid. And we would piss it. Oh! So when we take this can of uh, open Dr. Pepper, let's say, <laughs> and with all the content gone, we would piss in it, and then we'd stick it back in the fridge. Ouch. Well, like I said, the people had been there for a while. They knew about it. Yeah. The new people did not. Don't drink from the front fridge. Drink from the back fridge. Well, the people have been there for a while. be like, uh-uh-uh. I ain't getting this one right here. Uh-uh-uh. Oh, my I'm, God. Uh, I'm going to go get this one uh, in the back room. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, anyhow, you know, uh, it would usually end up like this. 
you we'd hear a scream and some cussing and, and some threats and stuff like that. And then we'd come down there and everyone would like no one would know who did it. We're like, what? Are you fucking joking me? And then uh, you know, go over there if they didn't like throw it against the wall or something and smell and go, oh my god, it is piss. Hey, man, we're gonna find out who did this, man. I'm sorry. So, you know, and then you have a ready make excuse like, well, old man, I was collecting this urine sample for my dog. I got to take him to the vet later. So sorry. I should have marked it. The only thing I had was a Dr. Pepper can, and you happen to be the purse sucker that wasn't in on the conversation. (laughs) You know how tough it was to get that dog to pee into that Dr. Pepper can? Now it's ruined. And it it had to be a day old. My dog's going to die because you drank his piss. So, anyhow. You drink the dog's piss and the dog dies. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah. I can't get the sample to the vet in time, and he's deathly ill. Thanks a lot, fuckface. And that, a brand new feature. Strange insults from an alien. May you always step in a wet spot after putting on fresh socks. Christopher, you know our um, elaborate prank section, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I've got one for you. I never told you about Babble Snatch, have I? Uh, no. Okay, if I, even if no. I did, just say I didn't know. <laughs> he knows nothing about Babble Snatch. Uh, yeah, I would think I would remember a name like Babble Snatch. Okay. So. <laughs> well, Babble Snatch, this is back in the 80s, probably mid-80s, best guess. Could have been 87 at the latest, but uh, anyhow. Um, yeah, I used to go to the 7-Eleven in Belvedere, which isn't there now. It was knocked down and then replaced way later by a quick trip. But um, anyhow... I used to go in there all the time and, you know, go in there and buy sodas and shit and whatever, you know, mm-hmm. um, rolling papers for my friends, not for me. <laughs> and uh, anyhow, you know, just shit like that. So uh, anyhow, there's this guy in there. He, I don't know, you know, I think he hated long hairs or something, but hey, I, was, I noticed he was nice to everybody but me. Like I'd be yeah, like third I've in line there. and hey, how, you know, the first guy, hey, Mr. Jones, how you doing? Oh man, yeah, nice weather. Hey, how's the kid? You know, next person. Hi, Loretta. How you doing? Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's going good, man. I got the got the old Taurus running really good. Yeah, yeah. Come by, man. We'll <laughs> the old Taurus. Yeah, I love you it. know. <laughs> I come up there, one forty two. So h- h- how you doing, Paul? One forty two. Okay, here you go. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? How come this guy hates me? And every time I go in there, nicest pie to everybody but me, it's like, you just like, yeah, it'd be 249. So, uh, weather's pretty nice out there. Thanks, bye. And I'm like, <laughs> that motherfucker. So he did this so many times, and he just never talked to me. He wouldn't even, like, hardly look at me, you know? Nice. So, and I never did nothing to this fucker that I know of. You know, maybe <laughs> someone said something like this guy said, you know, that you're a dick or maybe someone's screwing him like hey man he thinks you got a nice ass who knows <laughs> whatever the fucking deal was the guy was just a complete tool bag to me constantly so i was like yeah. all right bitch so i go home and i think about it. I'm like okay so i start calling up and i go hey uh you got any babble snatch gum what babble snatch i mean everybody i mean i bought it from there a couple of weeks ago stuff is fucking awesome man I'll tell you what, man, you know, talk to your manager about it. Is this like a breath freshening gum? I, I, I don't, you know. Maybe a bubble gum? Or... I, I just came up with it. And uh, anyhow, the guy, he bit on it, you know. He was like, oh, actually yeah. like, oh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll check on <laughs> That's it for awesome. you. Yeah, hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. So anyhow, so I called back a little bit later. 
Yeah, someone called earlier, you know, and uh, anyhow, uh, I'm sure we have it here somewhere, but, you know, I'll talk to my manager <laughs> about it tonight, and we'll see what we can do. So, anyhow, I have a couple other people call it about Babble Snatch Gum, and, you know, and they're like, yeah, 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 you know, we're we're working on getting it in, okay, you know, the regional manager, we called him, and he said that he was going to work on getting it in here, and and uh, <laughs> I go, well, you know, I bought it the other day, and it's just so good, and, and they believe me. I go, man, this gum is just so great tasting. And he's like, it's Babble Snatch, right? Yeah, Babble Snatch. That's the name of it. Okay. All right. I would have so, loved to listen into the conversation when he's asking the regional manager about Babble Snatch. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know, anyhow, I called down there the next day and I go, hey, man, you know, you got that Babble Snatch gum? You know, and the guy's like, oh, hang on, hang on. I think it's in. We just had a load. Hang on. So, anyhow, so the guy's like, you know, and this load. is the guy I hated, the Paul guy. So, anyhow, he's like, yeah, hang on a second. So I hear him like, yeah, hey, I'm going to go in the back there, and it's in one of the boxes. They said it was coming in today. So, all right, no big deal. So I hear him go back there. I hear some rustling, and a couple people come in. Then he stops. He goes up there. Oh, yeah, it'll be 1242. Okay, thank you. Have a good day. And then he helps someone else. I hear him go back again. Yeah. I hear him rustling some, through some more boxes. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm laughing my ass off. And anyhow, this guy, he like, for like 20 minutes, is looking for Babble Snatch gum. So, so anyhow so like finally like a half hour later he comes back he goes man he goes look i know we're gonna have it in by the end of the day i talked to my manager <laughs> okay all right man all right i'll come in tonight and i'll get some gum man save some for me man okay <laughs> my name's billy i'll be in okay okay all right i'll save you some babble snatch gum no problem so a couple hours later i call up and i talk to the manager Manager's like, yeah, yeah, I ordered some a couple days ago, and it should be in. If it's not in right now, it's going to be in by the end of the day, I guarantee you. So I don't know how the hell they ordered it, because there was no such thing as Babble Snatch gum. I made this shut up, and all of a sudden, I mean, everybody wanted this fucking Babble Snatch gum. And it never did exist. Matter of fact, this prank got so good to where I ended up, this is, you know, in the 80s before digital cameras even, let alone, mm. you know, there are phone cameras and all the, you know, Photoshop and everything. No you can internet. Do now. No, we had to like cut stuff out of wrappers and stuff <laughs> yeah. and make a fake Babble Snatch gum and take an old fashion, fashion like a Polaroid type of picture. Oh, I forgot yeah. what it was. It could have been one of those old ba- box cameras back then. Uh-huh. Probably the only thing I could afford, you know. Anyhow, we actually took cameras. a picture of the Babble Snatch gum, and a guy went in there. He goes, hey, man, I need this. The guy's like, I know, I know, I know, man. We're working on getting it in. It's oh hard God. to get, man. Everybody wants this Babble Snatch gum. So anyhow, I guess the whole moral of the story is, is don't be a dick to me because then I'll do something like that. And even now, to this day, I'll have a couple people on my friends list every now and then like, send me a little message. He'll go, Babble Snatch. I'm like, ah! I remember one time I was like working up in fucking... New York or something, and all of a sudden I get a ding, and like I'm I'm on top of this fucking skyscraper there, putting in glass, and I look down and it says Babble Snatch. And I'm like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I'm up there dying, this glass about ready to fall and kill a hundred people. <laughs> <laughs> they recover your body and they look at your phone, and well, the last text you received said Babble Snatch. We yeah. better look into this. <laughs> <laughs> By some guy named Dirtbag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyhow, that is uh, my elaborate prank section of this. Unless we throw some more in there, but anyhow. <laughs> Babble Snatch. Never forget it. His <laughs> name lives on. Go to douchebagsandmicrophone.net. You're one stop for douchebaggery. 
You want to write us? You want to say something to us? You want to look for a live button? When we go live, you can call in. All of this stuff is right there for your ear holes and eye holes. You got it, chumps. It's all yours. Two douchebags and microphone.net is up and running. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. <laughs> oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, I'm glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. <sighs> Man, that smells. Two douchebags and microphone.net. You're one stop for douchebaggery. You want to write us? You want to say something to us? You want to look for a live button? When we go live, you can call in. All of this stuff is right there for your ear holes and eye holes. You got it, chumps. It's all yours. Two douchebags and microphone.net is up and running. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe.